morning, afternoon, or evening. Welcome to I'm Talking Waffles. I'm your host, Ileana. So it is officially November 8th, which means that Starbucks has their Christmas coffees already out. They have some new ones like sugar cookie, some hazelnut one, I think it is. And of course, the iconic peppermint mocha. Now, of course, me being the Starbucks lover that I am, I have the peppermint mocha with me as I speak and while I record the podcast. And it's amazing. Although, honestly, it feels illegal drinking such a Christmassy drink when there's no snow outside. Like, it's supposed to snow this Thursday. So, like, not snow the very badly or anything. It's just supposed to be a couple of flurries. So, I don't know. It just feels weird. I feel like these came out early this year. I swore that the Christmas drinks didn't come out till like late November before, but maybe I'm a fake fan. I don't know, honestly, but I'm happy that they're out. Like, believe me, they are so delicious. And I look forward to the peppermint mocha every single year, as well as like all the new kind of flavors to try. So that's always the benefit, but it still feels illegal. Like I don't want it to snow, but if I'm drinking a Christmassy drink, I kind of expect to look out the window and see snow, not like fall trees, but maybe that's just me. I don't know, but it's a delicious drink. I've also been running into this problem where my computer is claiming I have no disk space. And this has happened since I did the new like update on my laptop. So I think that's probably why, like I think maybe it installed a bunch of like random stuff that I can't delete and now I have no space. Like I've deleted basically every single thing off of my computer and it still says I have no disk space. So like I actually just had to pause recording because it's like, you have no disk space available. You need to turn off some of your like stuff that's up. So I, I turned off my Google Chrome and now I can record, but like, I don't know what's going on. It's driving me up the wall though, because I can't do anything without these like notifications popping up saying you don't have any disk space but I have disk space I looked I checked I have disk space so I've just attached like this big USB which I'm recording this into now so I don't have to deal with the problem but I have no idea how to fix this if you're like a computer master please please help me because I'm honestly struggling I hate that I keep getting this error over and over like I rebooted I deleted stuff I decluttered like I don't know what's going on. I used to be able to have way more files on my computer and now I just can't. So if you can help me out, please do. I am desperate. But yeah, so that's pretty much what's going on in the land of Ileana this week. There's still no snow, thank goodness. But yeah, my highlights include disk space and Starbucks, which, okay, actually, my computer, when I did the new update, for some reason it moved everything into iCloud but then when I went to iCloud, there was nothing there. And my boyfriend had to like go into the archives or something to find all of my files because my the update decided to just get rid of everything and like hide it. So I'm really blaming this update for all my computer struggles. So thank goodness he was able to take all that, like those files out because I have I'm talking waffle stuff in there. I have like personal files. I have like work files that I use like templates and stuff which I have saved on Google Drive so I probably don't actually need that stuff on my desktop but I like it just in case because you never know so it was a very frustrating time and I was like oh my goodness everything's deleted everything's gone but it was recovered it's fine and it's safe so 
Yeah, I had a lot of computer problems this week. I don't know what's going on. So if you're a writing fanatic like myself, then you're probably very familiar with NaNoWriMo. Or maybe you listened to my last episode or you've met me and know me as a person to know that I do NaNoWriMo every single year. So being the eighth day of NaNoWriMo, I thought I would use this episode to talk about that as well as offer some of my best writing advice and all of that good stuff. So without further ado, let's jump right into that. So NaNoWriMo stands for National November Write-In Month. And essentially it's a month long event that encourages people to write a 50,000 word novel or short story or autobiography, fan fiction, anything really. It just encourages you to write that many words in the span of one month. So you roughly need like 1,637 words per day to reach that goal. So today being November 8th, it's recommended that you have 13,336 words. Now, obviously I'm recording this before November 8th because I don't record on the day the episode comes out, like ever. So I am actually recording when I'm at 10,000 words. So this is November 6th and I'm making pretty good progress. I tend to be a thousand words over a day. Um, which is great because when I first started, not like when I first started, but for this month, I actually didn't even start writing on November 1st. I started writing on the 2nd. So I had to catch up for two days and I was like, okay, I'm going to catch up for two days. So let's get that done. And then I just kind of continued going like a thousand, going a thousand words over a day. That way it kind of gives me some wiggle room in terms of like reaching that goal. And believe me, writing 50,000 words is not as easy as it seems. Like, I find that once I hit the 20,000 word mark, that's when I start to struggle with it. I'm not really sure why, but I'm going to give some tips and tricks in case you also struggle in terms of like trying to meet a word count or if you just want to improve your writing in general or you want to create characters, anything like that. So I've been doing NaNoWriMo since 2015 and I have completed the goal a fair number of times, but I've also not completed it as well. So I am a veteran, but I'm also, I haven't won every single year or anything like that. Maybe like half the time. So what I really like about NaNoWriMo is that one, it's free. And two, you get to connect with other writers in your like area. And there's like this whole community of people who are interested in doing the same thing, which is great, especially as an adult, because it is very difficult to make friends after you have left like school and stuff, because you actually have to go to activities to make friends and that's a whole nother story. But this is great because, well, obviously right now with COVID, you can't really go to like physical events and like meet new people. So NaNoWriMo this year and last was all virtual. Now, I didn't really participate last year virtually, not too, too much, but this year I'm making an effort to make sure that I do participate virtually. And it's a lot of fun. There's like Discord write-ins and sometimes there's just like chit chat. There's like word sprints. There's like some write-in like daily write-in challenges where you can where they like ask you to include certain words in your write-in so it's always like super exciting the last word was stretch which one of my little sisters love that because she loves that word and there's also just like daily questions where the people in charge of your region so you can join regions and so i obviously joined the region for my city and they ask you questions like about your novel every single day so the first question is like what are your main characters names where does your story take place? Um, 
what kind of genre is it? Um, stuff like that. And my favorite was like, what is the first sentence of your novel? I thought that was super fun because you get to see other people's answers and like how they're starting their novels off and compare it to like how you do yours. And it's just so exciting. Like it just, I'm really like, I just really nerd out about this kind of stuff. I just am obsessed with writing. I don't know what's wrong with me. Like, yeah, my wrists are definitely starting to feel it though, because I write obviously for work and then I write, I'm, I've been taking my breaks and instead of like watching YouTube or like taking a nap or whatever on my breaks, I'm using that time to write. And then when work is done, I use that remaining like whatever time, like I'll finish work and then I'll write for like maybe an hour or two. And yeah, so my wrists are constantly going, constantly writing. And it's kind of funny because I did camp NaNoWriMo a couple of years ago, which is essentially just NaNoWriMo, but it's like during, I think it's like March or April around that time. And that way you can kind of like encourage yourself to write some more. And I actually got tendinitis from it because I was an intern at that time for school. So I was writing and then I was also writing my novel. So yeah, my wrists are not ready, but there's like this personal trainer that my work kind of provides on a weekly basis because my work is cool like that. And he's gonna send me some videos to help me like make sure my wrists don't die because they're starting to crack a lot because of like the positions that I have them in when I'm writing every day. And I'm also gonna get one of those like gel wrist pad things that you can put like on your keyboard or your mouse. And it just keeps your wrist from like being an awkward angle. That way you can just like write without dying. So lots of fun things to come. But I wanted to share, so that's essentially just like an overview, a very messy kind of scattered overview of like what's going on with NaNoWriMo and like why I like it so much and it's just super fun. And so I wanted to kind of give some writing advice as well. Obviously I'm not like, I'm not a, I mean, like I'm no Stephen King or JK Rowling or anything like that. Like I'm not like a super famous published author, author but these are some of my best writing tips as a writer, both fiction and nonfiction that I think may or may not benefit you. And so I definitely recommend you try this out. So in terms of character building, what I really like to do is do this thing I called interview the characters. And if you can't think of questions, just Google like random interview questions. And what you do is you copy these questions, you paste them into a document, you put it like a name, you put your character's name at the top, their age, like that kind of stuff, like what they look like. And you can even attach a picture of what they look like. This could be you could draw it, you could make it with like any kind of like online character generator, or you can just find a random image online that kind of looks like your character or compile a bunch of them. I tend to get a bunch of different pictures. So like my main character for the story I'm writing has dark red hair. So I found a picture of someone with dark red hair. My character has green eyes. So I pulled a picture from the internet of someone with green eyes and then the kind of like outfits my character wear, she tends to wear like just standard black shirt, jeans, plaid, um, standard teenage girl. And so basically I just pull that, those outfits, like I Google it, pull it there and like put it in a file. You can also make a Pinterest for your character too. If it's, or characters, if it's just easier to put all of the images in that way, uh, you can do it that way. You can put it in a document, you can save them on your computer, whatever, there's like no rules, but there are rules. But that's like one of the best things about writing. Like it's completely up to you to do whatever you want, whatever helps you write what you wanna do. So once you've established all that, now it's time for the fun stuff. Now you can do this on a computer. You can do it on a notepad. I've done both. I like both. I don't have a preference. And you just start 
answering all the questions as your character would. Like you can even include like certain mannerisms that they do. If they say, ah, all the time, or they have like a catchphrase, make sure you put that in when they're answering the questions. Cause the idea of it is like, you are interviewing this character because you want to make this character real. And it doesn't matter like if the stuff you ask the character never ever ends up in the story. What matters is that you know it, you know your character inside and out, and that's going to help you make them more real while you're writing your story. And honestly, believe me, it works and it's so good. So some of the best questions to include could be like your character's worst fear, your character's best memory, your character's favorite color, like values that they have. What stresses them out? Like what's their favorite food? Anything goes, whatever you think will help you flesh out your character and make them more real. Put those questions in. If you can't think of any, Google it. Google is your greatest resource, especially as a writer. Also, if your character has an accent, put that in there. Like, don't be afraid to write accents into your stories as well. Just don't make it like super obnoxious or like really hard to understand what they're talking about unless it's supposed to be hard to understand. But if it's a main character and you don't know what the heck they're saying, then no one's going to want to read it. That's my opinion, at least. Um, and I think I just, I just think about Mark Twain's like celebratory leaping frog story. And I just hated that so much because the way he wrote the accents was just so difficult to read and it just always stuck with me. So make sure you know your readers and you know what you want to convey. Another great tip that I actually got from Max Brooks, who's the author of World War Z. I met him in person and I got him to sign a copy of my book and I asked him like, the biggest issue that I face as a writer and the majority of writers face is of course writer's block. Now I asked him, like I asked Max Brooks and I was like, hey, like I'm a writer, but I always find that I'm getting stuck and I don't know how to continue. Like I have all these great ideas, but I don't know how to get from point A to point Z. And he told me, and this stuck with me forever. And I always tell anybody who ever wants to write, you can skip it. If you're stuck in a chapter, just skip it and continue on and then eventually you can just fill in the gaps and this was like mind-blowing to me because I thought you had to write in chronological order but as soon as he told me that I was like oh it's so obvious like why did I not think of that and so it helps so much so basically if you're stuck on something and you know what's going to happen later I write in all caps skip in this scene for now and then I highlight it that way when I do end up going back to it and filling in the details I'll be able to see like exactly where that spot was because obviously you're gonna get like hundreds of pages and it's gonna be hard to remember where you wanted to fill in that area. Um, and you can write future scenes. Like you can just write anywhere and eventually just connect the dots. And that is honestly the best piece of advice I have ever gotten in terms of writing. And it has helped me finish so many books and finish so many challenges that I highly, highly recommend it. And I'll forever thank Max Brooks and I'll never stop talking about how great it was to meet him, how nice he was and how helpful he was to help, like actually help me accomplish what I want to accomplish as a writer. Another thing about writing that everybody says it, it's over sad, but it's honestly so true. And I'm going to stress on this as well. Your writing is going to suck at the beginning. The draft is a draft and you have to remember that when you're writing a long form piece, there's going to be so many parts that if you reread it, you're going to hate it. It's going to sound like garbage while you're writing it. You're going to know it sounds like garbage, but just keep doing it. Just keep going. The whole point is to finish a book. 
You need to finish writing and then you can clean it up. It's the same as like if you're going to write an essay or something, you're going to write that like one page essay. It's going to sound horrible. And then you're going to go in and you're going to edit it. You're going to make it sound better. You're going to make it clean. You're going to convey any points you need to convey. Same thing with a novel, except it's just bigger. But don't let that trap you. Because the biggest, one of the biggest things aside from writer's block is getting stuck in your own writing. You're going to be like, oh yeah, I'm going to reread my chapter. And you're reading, you go, oh, I hate this. And so you're going to spend way too much time editing that when you could have spent that time writing more of your story and eventually going back. I know it's been said to death, but honestly, I just really want to stress on it, especially for something like NaNoWriMo when you only have 30 days to write something. Just keep going. I was writing just like an hour before I did this podcast and I was like, I'm writing. I'm like, oh, that sounds horrible. And part like my brain was like, you should stop and make it sound better. And I was like, no, no, no. I need to just keep writing. And that's what you need to do to accomplish that kind of goal, to hit that 50,000 word mark. You really have to just keep going. You can make it sound good later. You just need to get the words on the paper or on the computer and just keep going. Just keep writing till you're done. And when you're done, then you can spend like a million years tediously editing, making it sound better, or you can hire an editor and you never have to worry about it again. But the main point I'm trying to get across is that don't let yourself second guess yourself. Just keep writing. We all know that a draft isn't going to be amazing. There's obviously going to be amazing parts that you're going to love. Reread those if you need some confidence boosters, but don't read the parts that kind of suck because then you're going to want to go in and fix them. But I'm saying don't fix them right now. Just keep going. Another great thing is if you are kind of in between, like you have some ideas that you want to do, I recommend writing like 11 scenes or so that you want to include in your novel. That way when you're writing and maybe you're kind of stuck, you can look at that list and just write one of those scenes that you know you want to include. Again, this ties back into what Max Brooks told me about you don't have to write in order, you just got to keep writing. And so just the more stuff that you can pull from to meet your word count and to complete your novel, the merrier, right? And lastly, writing's supposed to be fun. Writing is frustrating at times. It makes you want to rip your computer in half but at the end of the day you're doing it because it's fun and you enjoy doing it so if you find yourself getting too stressed like just take a moment like go do something else breathe drink a coffee sit on the deck do whatever you can to relax because sometimes it is going to stress you out but you don't want it to stress you out so much that you don't ever want to write again so just relax take it day by day if you don't meet your word count you can make up for it another day or at least you know like just be proud of how many words that you wrote. And I mean, you're writing a novel, so that's pretty excellent. And then eventually you can get it published and yeah, it's gonna be super cool. And I'm just really excited about it. And I'm excited for you if you're writing. And of course, read lots. The more books you read, the better your writing's gonna be. And I don't mean just like study books. I mean like fiction, nonfiction. Reading other books is gonna help you pick up new words and new structures and just new ways to explain things in your own writing just be careful not to like copy a complete book or like word for it or anything like that that's not what I'm saying but the more you read the better you're going to write and in terms of like books I would recommend that you can use to study and enhance your writing which I recommend to everybody is On Writing Well by William Zisner it is the best book ever 
I picked it up in school. It was like an assignment to read and it's the best. It's the best basically. It just teaches you how to make your writing clean and how to fix your tone and it just covers a multitude of different styles like sports or actual interviews and all of that stuff. So if you want to enhance your writing and you don't know where to go, pick up that book. It's going to change your life and just continue to read more and more books like anything. If there's a genre that you really like, read it. If there's a genre you're super unfamiliar with, read it. You just expose yourself to different words, different stories, and you're going to be surprised at how many, like how much your writing is going to improve over time. As an avid reader, I can definitely say that this is true. So yeah, that's like the main writing advice that comes to my head immediately that I would always recommend to anybody, no matter if you're participating in NaNoWriMo or you're writing something or you're in school and you're like writing essays or you're doing creative writing, whatever it is, all of these tips I think would help in some way or another. So I hope that these help you out and I hope that if you are writing that you have a lot of fun and you can add me on NaNoWriMo and we can be like, buddies and kind of encourage each other to continue to write and see our progress. My username is weird.human and you can find me on NaNoWriMo's website. And yeah, let's be writing friends. I need more writing friends, please. I'm lonely. (laughs) So I'm apparently about to run out of disk space, but I may make another writing episode at some point just because it's something I'm very passionate about. So I'm going to end this episode here before my computer decides to remove all of this recording I just did. So let's go to everybody's favorite part of the show. That's right, you already know it. It's the fun fact of the day. So today's fun fact is... So when Dr. Seuss was stuck writing his books, he would actually go to a secret closet filled with hundreds of hats and wore them until words would come to him. So I mean, that's a pretty good tip. I never thought about that, but If you want, if you have writer's block, just put on a bunch of hats and get the inspiration. And then I always like to add an extra little fun fact in here when I think my fun facts are too short. And so this one, just because I actually hate Ernest Hemingway, Ernest Hemingway and Truman Capote, probably butchered that guy's last name, both sharpened pencils to help them think while they were writing. And Edith Sitwell reportedly liked to like lay in an open coffin before she began her day of writing. I don't know how I feel about that one. Like sharpening pencils is good and like wearing funny hats is good. It kind of feels ominous like laying in a coffin because it's like, oh, I'm going to go write. But I mean, maybe she was just like using it as a way to be like, oh, I've come back from the dead and I'm excited to write. I have no idea, but that's how I'm going to take that story. So with that, I'm going to bid you a great rest of your morning, great rest of your evening, great rest of your night, great rest of your apocalypse, and great rest of your writing. Happy writing. Again, you can add me on NaNoWriMo under weird.human and I'll happily accept you as a buddy. Don't forget, if you haven't already, to like, comment, follow, all of that stuff on all I'm Talking Waffles social media. And check out some of the other episodes if you haven't already. I definitely recommend the concussion episode because I think it's the most iconic. Okay, with that, I'm gonna say bye.